Hey, everybody. I'm Emily Thompson. And I'm Emily Bing. And this is Walking with Emily. A conversation shared among friends seeking to find joy in the day-to-day. Hey, Em. Well, hello. Happy February. Happy February to you. This is like my favorite month. One of them. And why is that? Favorite month of the year. I love, I love Valentine's Day and all things pink and red and hearts. And of course, my birthday is the week after. Yes. Okay. I didn't know this about you. I, I didn't know that you loved February. You didn't? Uh-huh. Don't you love February? Um, I guess I don't like not love it, but it's cold usually often in February. Or it can be. Yeah. It's it's too like I feel like winter is losing its grip. And so yes. we're beginning to see like moving towards spring. Yes. But yeah, I like February. Um, to kind of take you all back a little bit in time, Emily and I lived together at Wake Forest in the school year of 1996 to 97, which was Emily being senior year in college. And we were both single and looking eagerly for that true love. And we came across this little book called The Rules. Time-Tested Secrets for Capturing the Heart of Mr. Right. Well, let's just, for our listeners, just kind of recap this book a little bit, because I think they are going to find, I'm so curious to know if anyone else remembers this book. If you are listening and you remember this book, you have to let Emily or I know. Send us a text or put a comment after the show notes. It's a list of rules for dating to find your spouse. And there's 35 rules, which is actually a lot. If you think about it, it is a lot. It's a long list. I was surprised when I Googled to find that there were 35. And these rules are not um, <laughs> culturally uh, acceptable in our, our world. That- not PC. Moment. Um, so they're pretty funny. Yeah. Like don't talk to a man first and don't ask him to dance. That's <laughs> that. That's um, don't stare at men or talk too much. That's a rule. Always end phone calls first. Oh, boy. Here's one that I know we broke. Don't accept a Saturday night date after Wednesday. You know, that's funny because I must have. So for every one of these rules in the book, there was like a whole chapter that was talking about this rule. So I don't know if it said it in the chapter or if I just did my own little math equation, but I I boiled this rule down to don't accept a date within 48 hours. Maybe because people didn't always go out on dates on Saturday night. So I was just Mm -hmm. like, okay, well, then you just you just have to make sure there's at least 48 hours. Well, (laughs) what's funny to me about that one, that was one of the rules that really stuck out for me. And when Hart and I went on our very first date, 
I broke this rule because we were set up on a blind date. But when he called me to ask me out, it was a Wednesday and he asked me out for the next night. And I do remember kind of like pausing like, oh, this is do I break the rules? And it had been several years at this point (laughs) since we'd been living by the rules. So anyway, clearly some rules are made to be broken. Some of these rules are good. I mean, uh, don't expect a man to change or try to change him. Mm. Yes, that would be one. True. I would say, don't date a married man. There <laughs> yeah. you go. Good that's one. a good rule. That is a good rule. <laughs> um, um, what else? We're just looking over the list. Stop dating him if he doesn't buy you a romantic gift for your birthday or Valentine's day. Uh, <laughs> oh my, I forgot that rule. Uh, actually that makes me think about the first year Corey and I were married. Um, he, he probably wouldn't put it this way exactly, but basically he forgot Valentine's day. I think he recovered when he came home from class and I was there with my gift and my card (laughs) and he had nothing. (laughs) And Uh, I just, I still remember kind of the look on his face, but then he was like, well, I was thinking we could go out to dinner for Valentine's Day. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cute. Art also forgot Valentine's. I think just one year and it wasn't that long ago, but the way we, or the way I would approach Valentine's day was I would have a little Valentine treat for heart and the girls. And Mm -hmm. I would, after everybody went to bed, I would put out their Valentine Mm -hmm. on the kitchen table. Mm -hmm. And then in the morning when everyone woke up and came into the kitchen, they would get their Valentine. So on this Valentine's day, I don't know, let's say it was 10 years ago. I, I woke up after Hart, who gets up before me, and he had clearly just forgotten that it was Valentine's. And so he came in the kitchen and saw the Valentine's and probably was like, (laughs) oops. So he just grabbed a sheet of paper from like off a pad of paper. And he just scribbled probably a really sweet note about loving me and stuff. And then there was a $20 bill in there. (laughs) It was like, you know, treat yourself to something. And it cracked me I up. I mean, it didn't that. hurt my feelings. I just thought it was really funny. Way to pivot, Heart Bing. Yeah. I'm just saying. These boys. That was that was a creative way to make it right. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I'm excited about this episode. Emily and I just wanted to do something that would be fun and lighthearted for Valentine's Day. And I think this was your idea, but we, we thought it'd be fun to kind of reenact an old game show that was on TV that we used to watch when we were young called the newlywed game. We're going to call it the not so newlywed game, play it with Hart and Corey in a kind of roundabout way. Just go ahead and let you know now. So you're not disappointed. Hart and Corey are not on the episode with us, but we have asked them the questions in advance and, and we'll be sharing them, but let me back up the show itself first aired July 11th, 1966. 
And in one way, form or another, because it went through some um, yes, changes, the networks changed, the producer changed, it, it ran in some way or another until February 14, 2013. Hmm. That's a lot longer than I realized. But um, uh, it was the game, the host was Bob Eubanks. And the idea of the show was to put newly married couples against each other in a series of revealing question question rounds to determine how well the spouses know or do not know each other. So the couples had to have been married less than two years and the show became famous. And this is what I remember about it. It became famous for some of the arguments that couples had over incorrect answers mm -hmm in the form of mistaken predictions. And then this says on Wikipedia that it even led to some divorces. That is so crazy. <laughs> but that's what I remember about the show is like the wife. It's like, what? I can't believe you would say chocolate when you know I love vanilla. Yeah, right. So branching off of that, we are going to play the game and we're going to try to play it like the original game was played. So they did three rounds of questions and the first, and, and like, we're doing this, like we're going in, this game is for points and there will be a winner and there will be a prize. Yeah. What's our prize going to be for the didn't winner? We, didn't we say, um, dinner that, that Hart and I will buy you and Corey like date night dinner. Okay. And vice versa. Whoever the loser buys dinner for the winner. Treat the winners to to dinner. Okay, yeah. I love that. Okay. But um, so we'll have three rounds of questions. The first round of questions will be worth five points each. The second round of questions will be worth 10, 10 points. <laughs> and then the third round, which is just like a bonus question, will be worth 25 points. So, okay, there's the money riding on this. Let's go. All right. So the first question, and so Corey has already been given all of these questions for all the rounds. He's He has submitted his answers to me. I have them in writing. So what are the middle names of Emily's parents? This is Corey's answer. Um, but Emily, you have to answer first. Okay. The correct answer is my dad's middle name is Gray. Harry Gray Hudspeth, and my mom's middle name is tricky, and I don't know how he would handle this. She carries her maiden name as her middle name, so she's Nancy Hip Hudspeth, but her given middle name is Marie. Mm. So well, I don't know which way he yeah. went with that, or if he knows. It is tricky with us women because of that whole thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he did Harry Gray Hudspeth and Nancy Hip Hudspeth. So I think we give him credit. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. All right. Okay. So, um, woohoo. Yeah. We got five points. Team yeah. Thompson. Good for you, Team Thompson. Okay. Um, number two, what was Emily's first job? Mm. I'm going to, ah, I mean, like, Technically, when I was just literally my very first job was babysitting, like my first paid, like paid taxes, that kind of job. I think I worked at, um, I, 
I'm totally drawing a, a blank. It was this retail store. I'm going to go with babysitting because okay. that probably was my technically my very first job. He said you were a store clerk. Oh. Ashley. <laughs> ah, well, so. you know what? He's right. It was Laura Ashley, but I just remembered the name of the very first retail store was this store called Paul Harris. Oh, so you worked somewhere before Laura Ashley. Yeah. yeah. So does that count as a, a, a loss? Yeah. I'm going to say we two? don't get points for that, but that okay. I'm impressed though, that that was, I was impressed. Laura Ashley, that's where I worked in college. I know. Yeah. Cause that's where I came to bring you your little sister gift. Yeah. Okay. So question number three. What is the first gift Emily ever gave you? The first gift I ever gave him. I am struggling to remember before. There's a certain gift that I remember giving him, but I don't know if it was the very first, but I'm going to go with it because honestly, I can't remember a gift before this. And that was, um, I made him a CD, like with a collection of songs. So. I had a friend help me burn just like songs that were kind of that we shared like special meaning. And so I gave him a CD with songs that were burned on there. That's really sweet. <laughs> okay. He did say, and I realized some of these questions are subjective or there's, there's room for um, interpretation, but he said that it would come down to what you considered the first gift. He said on your first date, you made him dinner. So he, he's oh, like, yes. he's saying that's a gift. And it was a chicken pasta recipe that you continued to keep in your recipe yes. files for many years. How yes. sweet. And then he said the most memorable gift that, he, that lives in the, these are Corey's words, um, in the quote unquote legacy files. I thought that was cute. Was after you first got married, she bought you, Emily bought a new hubcap <laughs> to replace one that she damaged on Corey's car. And yeah, he neglected to get you anything. He says he thinks it was Valentine's day. Oh my gosh. And yes. Was, and that he was lucky y'all survived that. <laughs> See, there you go. That it's, is so funny. Our stories <laughs> match up, but we get no points. Okay. That's too bad. It's still like, okay. You too get the bad. Point, you get the points for how sweet is that answer? And so just sweet. I love it. Okay. Um, number four, what is the worst thing that happened on your wedding day? What I remember going wrong is, um, his brother, Cameron, was one of our ushers or whatever you call him. He was a groomsman, not, a groomsman. He was a groomsman, but he was tasked with the job of lighting the candles. And we had a bunch of like candelabras up at the front. And he went down with the little lighter. It was like on a big, you know, a big, long lighter stick thing. And he was just there trying to light those candles, trying to light those candles. And I don't think he ever could get them lit. I feel like my father-in-law maybe even came up to try to help. But what I remember is that those candles were not lit. Or maybe okay. someone else lit them, but Cameron, and we have it on video because it's like, he goes up, he tries to light them. He's standing there. He's standing there. <laughs> he leaves. 
maybe he goes back. I can't remember, but there was trouble lighting the candles. Oh, that is funny. Okay. Well, Corey said after the wedding, he did, he, he had to think about this, which I do think it's interesting because you like, this goes to show the difference between a man and a woman, what a man is going to notice and what a woman's going to notice. Um, he said, after the wedding was over and you went to your overnight stop, you had kind of a letdown moment where the energy and exhaustion of the day caught up with you. And that that is what he thought was the worst thing that happened on your wedding day. Yeah, that's a really very honest answer. I'm so impressed by him. Yeah, I feel like I was exhausted from the day. And yeah. emotional. It is an exhausting day. Yeah, I was I was very emotional. Yeah, that's getting real. <laughs> I love that. I know. Corey. I loved it. Okay, too. so wow, we that's the end of round one, and we have five points. <laughs> you started out strong. <laughs> um, let's see if y'all can beat that. Okay. Okay, I'm going to ask go. Emily the same questions, and then I have Hart's answers. So, okay, number one, what are the middle names of Emily's parents? Noel Bradford Brewer. So Bradford is my dad's middle name. And I mean, the mother-in-law name is tricky because I'm wondering if he knows like her middle name from when she was born, but that's what I'm going with. So it was Susan Scott Yates, middle name being Scott. Mm. So, and since that is also our child's name, <laughs> it can be fairly easier to remember. So how do you do? Okay. So this is tricky. He got Bradford okay. for your dad. Good. For your mom. He said Yates. But then he said, that's a joke. <laughs> I guess he thought maybe that was the easy way out because. Of uh, yeah. But then he said, you got me here. Dot, mm -hmm. dot, dot. Lucy question mark. Oh, yeah. So well, not Scott. Yeah. No. So see. So we got half of the. So maybe you get 2.5 points for that one. I don't think so. It's all or nothing. Oh, OK. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All or nothing, but, okay, um, well, no worries. You're, <laughs> you have lots of space to catch up here. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, let's see. Question number two, what was your spouse's first job? Like you again, it's tricky because there are two answers. I mean, my first real job was for sure babysitting. And that is what I'm going to think all heart knew about. So I'm going with babysitting, but I did work at the Y in high school. And I don't know if he knows that, but he does know that I was a counselor at camp. So it's possible he could have answered with that, but I'm going with babysitting. Okay. Heart. And I see how he got this. He was, he was going with your first like career, real job. Uh-huh. So he said your first job was a fourth grade teacher at the Granola School on Glenwood. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that didn't offend anybody I know. That's out hilarious. there. Um, oh, gosh. Okay. Okay. Well, so that's Sorry. a strike for us. Sorry. Okay. 
Okay, at Emily. Least, at least in our game, we're not making the like noise. <laughs> okay, number three. What is the first gift Emily ever gave you? Um, <clears throat> I remember this so clearly. So I'm curious to see if Hart will remember this, but. We started dating in February. Our first date was like February the 11th, which I guess was yesterday. Something like that. I don't know that for sure. Um, but my birthday was like two weeks later. Hearts was about a month later. So we were at this awkward stage of our relationship that buying him a gift seemed too much at that point. We we probably hadn't even had like a define the relationship conversation or anything. Um, so I just did something really little for his birthday and made just some little basket. And it had, I do remember it had a pad of paper in it and it had a turtle on it. It was, it was like a to-do list pad of paper and there was a turtle somewhere on there that had something to do Aww. with the yeah anyway and then i made like a texas sheet cake um like a little baby version mm. just this little aluminum and there may have been something else in there but i don't remember what else but that's the first gift but he may have said the deer stand mm. i guess i still have to go with what i that my the first gift I know that I gave him was the first thing that I told you. So I'm, that's what the I'm notepad. Yeah. Okay. So Hart said, "Not a clue." Oh my god! <laughs> he said, "Probably something for my birthday, uh -huh. since I brought her a piece of cake with a single with a singing candle on hers just a few weeks prior." Yep. So he remembers. His he remembers gift. that. Mm -hmm. He said, the first gift I remember is the deer stand she gave me for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I gave her a pizza making kit, thinking it would be romantic to cook pizza together. She cried because she thought <laughs> she was getting a ring. <laughs> Instead, she got a pizza making kit. <laughs> she said, I still have the deer stand but the pizza kit hit was deep sixed 20 years ago. <laughs> that's, that's funny. I do still have, um, uh, okay. So that pizza kit <clears throat> came in a giant pizza pan and it was like, there was a cookbook and there was pizza Aww. crust. There was like pizza crust mix. And probably pizza sauce and a pizza cutter. And there was a, a dish towel that was red Cute. with white stripes. And I still have that. I still have the dish towel. It's like full of holes. I mean, it's a rag, <clears throat> but I'll never get rid of it. So anyway, that's funny. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry y'all didn't get that question right, but that was a fun that was that a funny was. answer. That was funny. Okay. Number four, which is the last question in the first round. Okay. What is the worst thing that happened on your wedding day? Well, I hope Hart and I are in agreement on this, but I mean, who can say, but the worst thing I think about, the only thing from my wedding day that I really would 
change if I could, or I want to redo on it was, um, I don't know why I did this, but right after being pronounced husband and wife, you may kiss the bride heart leans in to kiss me or we leaned in to kiss each other. And I was wearing lipstick and my instinct was to just turn my head slightly so that he didn't get lipstick on him. And I mean, I can't explain it. It was just instinct was like to save him from having lipstick, but we still, I mean, I'm, I, I still hate that. I really okay. do. Heart said the worst thing that happened on, on your wedding day was catching a bunch of flack for going to Circuit City early that morning before the wedding day brunch to buy a refrigerator for our new house. Yes. He said it was a major sale. But he said, actually, the true answer is the kiss on the cheek Emily gave me after the pastor granted permission. You may now kiss the bride. He said, I was going in for full lip lock, but Emily's last second head fake left me pecking. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that, that's, that's funny. hilarious. And that's that is. Funny. So, so y'all got, got that right. Shoo. So we're tied. So we're tied. We're tied for round one. At the end of round one. All right. Okay. Okay. Round two. Okay. Who takes longer to get ready in the morning, Emily? Corey said what? 100% me. Yeah. He said, Emily, not even close. Yeah. Okay. All right. So round two, I get 10 points. Okay. Number six, what is your favorite feature of Emily's? Corey said, man, I knew this question and I, and I really didn't think that much about it. Um, I don't know. I'm going to say, I'm going to say maybe my smile. Yes. Ding, oh, ding. Yay. Yes, it is. That made me, that was so sweet when I, I was like, oh, when I read that, oh, that just was so sweet. Okay. Number seven, where did you share your first kiss? Okay, this was in my parents' driveway because when we first started dating, I was still at, at home. I was in college. It was the summer after my junior year, and he was living in Louisville with some buddies and working at Calvary, but I was living at home. That's my memory. First kiss driveway at my parents' house. Okay. Well, I think that I'm going to give this to you. Well, you tell me. Okay. He said, <clears throat> I don't remember, but I bet she won't either. Oh. And, then he, and then he said, probably in my car or something. Mm. So there's something in there that told him. I don't know. I don't think we get credit for that. Okay. Well, you're doing really well. Because I think we were staying. Look at me. I mean, I remember. I think we were standing by his car uh, in my right. parents' driveway. But I love that he thinks you wouldn't remember the first kiss. I did. All right. So next question. If you took over one household chore for Emily forever, what would she choose? I feel like he should totally get this one. 
it would be washing the dishes. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. Ding. He said yes. the dishes. Yeah. He said maybe the cooking, but I'm guessing the dishes. Of course. Thank Go you. Corey. Okay. So that round, we finished with 30 points. Um, wait, that's not the end of the round. There's one more. Oh, oh, sorry. Okay. You're right. Um, <clears throat> okay. Complete this sentence. Not many people know it, but Emily mm. is really good at. I, I think I'm going to say calligraphy because I am addressing all of these wedding invitations now. And when I've been telling people that I'm doing hand lettering calligraphy, they're like, Oh, wow. I didn't know that about you. It is a nice skill. I mean, but I don't know. He said, not many people know it, but Emily is really good at sports. She is ah. very, very athletically talented. Think throwing and catching. I can throw anything at her literally, and she will catch it. I loved that. I that just love, I thought it was sweet. I was that like, is she is really good at sports. Emily used to play softball. softball. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, <clears throat> I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it. Yeah, take it. Okay. So okay. again, I did finish that round. We finished with 30 points. All right. Okay. All right. The beings are up. Okay. So who takes longer to get ready in the morning? Well, I would say it is close. I mean, there's room for negotiation here, but I'm going to say me. You say you take longer. Emily. I take longer, but I'm usually ready on time. It's like I just start earlier. So Hart tends to be running late, but he can maybe get ready faster. So I still take longer, but I'm on time. That's my answer. Okay. So he said on average, he does. On average, I do is what he said. Really depends on the occasion. I don't claim to be a speedy morning person, but can be fast when I need to be. But on average, he would say he takes longer. Okay, That's well, tricky. You're kind yeah. of both like, it's like a gray. There's not like a real cut and dry. It was, it's not. <clears throat> okay. Next. What is your favorite feature of Emily's? I'm just going to guess my eyes. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, good. He loved, he loved your eyes. He said, if I had to, had to boil it down to one thing, I would say her eyes. They are the first feature that captured me, but a close second is her smile. The two go hand in hand. And I was greeted with both when she opened the door before our first date, our first blind date. The bright sparkle in her eyes and the warmth of her smile felt very welcoming, kind, and genuine. I had an immediate sense of the type of person she was. No pretenses, nothing fake. I must say she was all of these things, even though I was way late for our first date because of a <laughs> church basketball game I was playing in. So true. That's I funny. I loved that answer. That's sweet. I like it too. Okay. Where did you share your first kiss? I love this question because I remember this really well. Um, and I am curious to see if he does. So this was 
I don't know, maybe we'd probably been dating for about a month at this point and he was going to fix me dinner for our date at my house where I was living with my roommates and our power went out like right before there was a storm and the power went out at my house. And so we had to segue last minute and I think my parents were out of town. So, um, we just went over there and he wound up cooking dinner for me there, but it was 11, 11. And I said, Oh, make a wish. It's 11, 11. This was like, as the date was wrapping up. And so then, um, maybe three minutes later we were saying goodbye and he kissed me on the lips and he said, got my wish. Oh, <laughs> okay. So wait, this was at your parents' house. It was. Okay. He, he remembers, he remembers it being at, in his bedroom on Wilshire Avenue. Yeah. Well, that wasn't the first one. So no, there were so yeah. many. It's hard to keep up. There were. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next. If you took over one household chore for Emily forever, what would she choose? This one's hard for me because I don't know. I'm just going to go with vacuuming. Ding, ding, ding. That's exactly what he said. He said, wow, that's a good one. She is such a cheerful worker. And then he said, vacuuming, maybe. That's funny. Yes, I would go with vacuum, vacuuming. Okay. And the last question in round two, complete this sentence. Not many people know it, but my spouse is really good at. What would he say you are really good at? I, you know, I have had time to think about this and I still don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say cooking because I can't come up with another answer. He said quilting. Oh, which I do think is a great answer because I don't think as many people know Mm -hmm. that you quilt. That is a good answer. He, he had a better answer than I did. Okay. Okay. You're winning. You're ahead. It's 35 to 25. Now this this last question in the last round, this is our bonus question. It's worth 25 points. Yeah. Whoever. If you get it and we don't, then you still win. Okay. Okay. A lot riding on this question. Truly. Okay. So um, to Corey, this was asked, if the prize for winning this game were a second honeymoon to any destination, where would Emily want to go? I hope he gets this right. I would really like to go to Europe. I've never been to Europe. So like a tour of some countries in Europe. Is that specific enough? That I think that's a a good answer. But he said Israel. It's a war. It's a war (laughs) over there, Corey. Well, that's true. I guess he's just answering. I mean, if there were no where he knows you really want to go. Yeah. Well, that is truly where I have wanted to go for years. And I'm sad because I had hoped for my 50th birthday we could go, but 
Um, so he knew that. He, he went with the he, he went with yep. the OG. Okay, yeah, he did. All right, let's see how y'all do. Emily, if the prize for winning this game were a second honeymoon to any destination, where would you want to go? I mean, there's so many places I want to go that this is this is like such a hard question to answer. So, I mean, I'm just going to go with the obvious, easy, cliche answer and say Paris. Okay. He said, first, maybe Granada, Spain this summer to see Scotty. But then he said, okay, that's half joke. Tough one. We have so many places we would like to go together. I have to say Hawaii. Uh, we have talked about going, but never pulled the trigger. That's think, a good answer. Yeah. A must do <laughs> trip. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, congratulations to yeah. our, our, the team Thompson winners of the not so newlywed game. I would say in summary of this, we got of 10 <laughs> of 10 questions. <laughs> Three. You all got one, two, three, four, four questions right, and Hart and I got three. <laughs> so, whether newlyweds or not so newlyweds, we are complicated people, aren't we? We are, and it's hard to get to the, it's hard to get to the um, the right answer. I guess there just I mean, must be a lot. There are probably a lot of right answers. Is the truth? Two give us some credit. Like some of these things happened decades ago. And uh -huh. so that's a lot. That's a big ask to, yeah. to, to be on the same page about some of these more detailed questions that happened such a long time ago. Agreed. So, Agreed. Uh, but that was so fun. And that I want to say, I want to save our winning prize dinner out to whenever we're together again with y'all. Oh. So whenever we're together again with y'all, you can take well, us out to dinner. Can we make that happen really soon? Yeah. We'll just hop on a plane to, to NC. Well, yeah. That'd be so great. Okay. Hopefully Corey's listening and he's going to be down with that. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Corey. We have to celebrate your winnings. Thank you listeners for humoring us. <laughs> Hopefully in the very least, you've had a good laugh. While we've been talking primarily about romantic love on this episode, we recognize that love between two people will fall short. It will disappoint, but God's love for us is perfect. A quote from St. Augustine reads, God loves each one of us as if there were only one of us to love. Wow. That's really hard for some reason to grasp. I mean, that God loves me that much as if I were the only one. Mm. Um, and truthfully, if I'm being honest, it's something I have to remind myself, like I have to remind myself that this is how much God loves me and meditate on that. Mm -hmm. And, um, otherwise it's, it's, it's easy to forget. Um, and yet it is this love 
that gives us the ability to, to love Mm -hmm. and only because God first loved us and loves us as if there were only one of us that we have any hope of ever Mm -hmm. being able to love another person. Therefore, listeners in closing, I will leave you with these words from first John four, seven beloved, let us love one another for love comes from God. Amen. Thank you all so much for listening today. We are really thankful for you and sincerely appreciate all the positive feedback. It's very encouraging. Please share us with your friends, follow us and leave us a review. We would love to hear from you. And be sure to tune in next time for Walking with Emily.